Welcome to the alchemy of music. We all remember that song during a summer romance or during a bad breakup. We all remember that album that changed your life. And we remember that concert we'll never forget. We'll dive into those nostalgic moments, hear personal stories while examining the cultural and cerebral effects music has and the magic it creates. We'll highlight upcoming tours, artists to see, and the latest in music. I'm your host, Tony, and now, let's begin. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Alchemy of Music. Guys, I am just coming back from my incredible weekend at Ultra. I'm so excited to tell you about how incredible my entire weekend was. You have no idea. Um, But before I get into that, we are going to send and pay our respects to Taylor Hawkins uh, from Foo Fighters. He's the drummer from Foo Fighters. He passed on Friday, I actually was getting out of Ultra, and I saw the news, and I'm actually, I was supposed to see Foo Fighters at Boston Calling this year, and unfortunately, they did have to pull out, which I assumed they would, and it's so sad, it's so terrible, my heart goes out to his family, obviously the band, all of their fans, but I did want to say what an important part a drummer's role is in a a band you know a lot of people when you think of a band you think of just making music and being super talented but there really is this chemistry that goes on it's very communal and I've literally heard from different bands that you could have the most amazing drummer with the greatest skills but if the chemistry doesn't work and the band doesn't mesh and understand each other and there's that flow between everyone it's it doesn't work and I think that was the beauty of Taylor Hawkins is you know the band obviously they got along so well him and Dave Grawl were really good friends best friends and yeah, it, it it really is a brotherhood, sisterhood. It's a family. It's a communal aspect. The drummer leads the entire flow of the sound. You know, no one, you can start your instruments, but you really need that drum to pull you forward and create that rhythm. And that's where everyone kind of, you know, they kind of take the lead from the drummer in a way. So it's so sad. They did have to pull out of Boston Calling, so unfortunately I will not be able to see them. I'm super sad about it, but obviously it's, you know, I feel really terrible for the band and the family. It's going to take a long time to heal, and, you know, you never recover from anything like that. But my heart goes out to, obviously, his family, the band, all the fans, Uh, Taylor Hawkins, rest in peace. So this is a mini episode because to be quite honest with you, I'm super tired. I'm exhausted. 
I just had the most amazing weekend. I can't even describe it. First of all, I love I love all music festivals. I think they're so fun. If you've never been, I, I always tell people, if you really love music, go to a three-day music festival. It's so much fun. It definitely wipes you out. I'm very tired. I have no energy, but I went hard from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so, first of all, I love music festivals, but I also really, really, really love electronic festivals. They are like no other because you are dancing the entire time. It's just a giant party and, you know, not, I don't mean it in like a club way, but like everyone is just vibing and Ultra is the most beautiful festival. It is right near the water. You are right near all the skyscrapers and you are, it's just so beautiful to be, you know, in this cityscape and right near the water, all the palm trees, and then you've got your favorite DJs throwing down some of the greatest sets. Mind you, they have not had an ultra since before the pandemic, so that was 2019. So, in general, the vibes were so high because everyone was so excited and so happy to be back. It was just... It, I, I, it was amazing. It was so much fun. And even me, like, I always love festivals. And I always find there's always, like, something to maybe gripe about. But, like, just having dancing and community and, you know, all of it back was just the most heartwarming experience that I've had you know, obviously there was a pandemic and then I broke my leg last year. So I've not been able to go to a concert. My last concert was February of 2020. And that was really hard for me because I love shows. I love festivals. And I'm going to Boston Calling this year. But it's a little bit more of a rock focus, which I love. I, I love that. But I knew I wanted a different energy. I wanted to celebrate a little bit harder and so I chose ultra I was like you know what we're doing it we're going and it was literally the best it was just the greatest experience and I'm so happy that I went and I really if you guys have never been to an electronic festival even if you don't like it I had people messaging me being like that looks like a whole lot of fun and it's like you don't even have to love the music I'm telling you, it's so much fun. There's so much food, and I had smoothies, and just it just was so relaxing. Just where we where we were, the whole location, and just all the different stages. There's like different stages everywhere that you can go to, and it was just so unforgettable. And I'm just so happy that I chose Ultra as my first concert slash festival back. It was it was amazing. So I try to go check everyone out, but obviously there's time conflicts and also 
I felt like it was a little bit more crowded this year. Maybe it's my imagination and that I haven't been to a festival in a really long time. But just getting from like one stage to another sometimes is a little bit of a, I don't want to say a hassle, but it takes a while. And sometimes I just wanted to be enjoy, like to enjoy the actual set versus like trying to get from point A to point B and then you know, the bathroom situation, and then obviously you want to drink, and so just trying to, like, do it the right way. I just really, like, listen to my intuition, but I do try to hit every stage. Friday night, Friday was just so good. I got to see Armin Van Buren. He's, like, one of my favorite trance DJs, producers. I love him so much. He always does a few sets at Ultra because he's like the prince of Ultra. And he did a state of trance, the Ultra Worldwide stage. Um, I saw him. I saw Andrew Rael, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Gareth Emery was also really, really good. I love the Ultra Worldwide stage and seemed to be a little bit of the uh, estate of trance tonight, which I love trance music. I find those DJs to really promote peace and love and just such high vibes and everyone's dancing and having such an incredible time. And then we saw Joseph Capriati, if I'm saying that correctly. He was also really good. He was at the Resistance Carl Cox mega structure. Now, Carl Cox is such an incredible DJ. He DJs every ultra and he has a set every single night so good he's just I love him I I, even for years I've streamed him I always need to check out Carl Cox because he kills it every time also saw Alice in Wonderland who was amazing she did a live set if you don't know what live sets are she did DJ but usually they you know they'll sing or bring instruments out and Alice in Wonderland did and she was she was absolutely fabulous Then I saw Fisher, who was absolutely incredible. Such a great, fun set. I had so much fun. Then Alesso. Alesso was freaking incredible. I mean, I I really do. Like, some people, there are some people, they're naysayers when it comes to electronic music. And they'll be like, oh, Alesso, Swedish House Mafia. But, like, I don't care. I love Alesso. So much fun. Such a great set. And, you know, it just... Like, I remember at some points, I was just, there's this guy next to me, and I was just singing all the lyrics, and we were singing together, and, ugh, it couldn't get better than that. And then we finished off the night with Kygo. I love Kygo. He's got this, like, tropical house vibe. So good. And, um, he brought out 50 Cent, which was so cool. He played in the club, played like all of his like classics, candy shop. It was just such a fabulous set in the first perfect way to end like Friday night. And then Saturday, we um, definitely got in a little bit earlier than on Friday, obviously. I think there's a time restriction so like on certain days you're only able to play till like a certain time so I think Kygo ended around 11 and then um we had till midnight on Saturday and then Sunday everything ended by 10 p.m and um also such an amazing like 
set. I can't even. Amazing Saturday. I'm sorry. We went and saw saw Sasha and John Digweed, who I've seen multiple times. I saw Sasha at my first Coachella in 2011. So good. That was really like the electronic tent is what really turned me back on to electronic music. I've always liked electronic music. I had a boyfriend in high school who was European and he told me that DJs would be huge in the States someday and I didn't really believe him because I was just ignorant and stupid but he listened to artists like Tiesto, Paul Oakenfold, Paul Van Dyke and you know Tiesto I'm like who is this guy and I remember his music was like really hard but never in a million years would I think that I would end up like seeing Tiesto several times and I in fact did get to see Tiesto I always think he does such an amazing job he's so much fun I just love his sets. I also really enjoyed Chami and Oliver Heldon. Such great sets. So much energy. I had such a blast. Um, And then just so you guys remember too, if there's any ultra set you want to check out, go into YouTube. They live stream it. So I highly, highly recommend it. You can listen to it in your car, while you're showering, while you're doing chores, whatever you want to do. But if you want to check out these sets, highly recommend it. They were so good. Also saw, um, so the two two artists that I really, like, wanted to see and that got me down to Miami and Ultra in the first place uh, was Sophie Tucker and Camel Fat. Oh, my God. They were so good. They were literally the best sets. I'd say I loved Sophie Tucker. They danced the songs were just so good. Everyone was vibing and it was at night and they're, they're, it was so good. Such a great set and I was really, really pleased. I do believe they're coming to Boston soon, so if you get a chance, highly recommend it in general. They are one of the best sets that I've ever seen in my entire history of music sets, like I'm telling you. They were so good. They danced, they played guitar, they did some DJing. Just the whole set itself was incredible. And the music was just so much fun. So that was a super great set. And then um, I saw Camel Fat, who I love so much. That was at the Resistant uh, stage, The Cove, which was not streamed. I saw, we saw Dom Dalla there, who was really good. um, Camel Fat. And then Sol- Solardo, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Forgive me if I'm... They were all really, really great sets. Camel Fat played like an REM song, which was super cool, Losing My Religion. And it was just such a good mix to the sound. And it was so incredible. And just so you guys know, I'm also going to share some of my favorite sets um, on my Instagram so you can check out some of my favorite ones. So Saturday night, I danced so freaking hard. I was so sore on Sunday. It was just the most amazing, incredible weekend. And then by Sunday, oh, we also went and saw Carl Cox at the mega mega structure. We have to like, I always have to see Armin Van Buren. I saw both of his sets and then always have to see Carl Cox. Such a great set. It's just so much fun. On Sunday, we saw Whipped Cream. 
kill the noise whipped cream was really good i love supporting like female djs whenever there's a female artist on the lineup i'm i'm always there always there to support armin vintage culture with claptone uh david Guetta, and then um we ended the night with the special guest so i was dying like who's the special guest gonna be i did like a little poll on my instagram and some people said Skrillex. Some people thought it was Dead Mouse and Cascade. I thought it was like any of them because it's like a wild card, really. Like any of them could be a ultra. But it actually was Swedish House Mafia did one song. And I guess like with Coachella, there's like a rule that you're not supposed to do any festival. They just came out with one song and then announced that they would be at Ultra the next next year, 2023. And then... um. It was Hardwell. And it's so funny because I have a Hardwell um, hat from 10 years ago, 2012. He did like a day set at Electric Zoo. And I have his hat and I almost brought it. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to bring it because he's not going to be there. So sure enough, Hardwell closed the night. It was so much fun. Everyone was just like, and it's so funny because each night everyone's dancing a little harder, harder, harder. You can tell we're all like exhausted by Sunday, but like it was just, everyone was just partying and dancing and having the time of their life and there's fireworks and fireballs and they've got water coming out of the stage and, and like the other thing is like everyone's dressed up as like super exaggerated. I remember... There was that um, Met Gala camp theme. And camp wasn't about camping. The meaning was being authentically yourself but exaggerated. And this is literally what an electronic festival is like. I mean, any festival, but some festivals can differ depending on, you know, the style or the sound and location. But everyone was like so campish and so exaggerated and like I always wore bikinis every day and I had my glitter and body jewelry and it was just it was unreal it was so much fun I'm so glad and then by Monday I was like so sad that the festival was over I was like ready to go home I had one day left at the beach I was just ready to go home because it was so good and I I love electronic music I could honestly do a day for but in general it was just such a beautiful energy we were just so appreciative the crowd was amazing I met so many amazing people you know talked about some of my favorite songs and artists or you know camel fat I remember talking about some of my favorite songs with one guy you know some lady came up to me Sophie Tucker did they play purple hat yet and I'm like no not yet and um, I almost saved a guy from breaking his leg, the irony, and I met him, and he was from Cuba, and, um, you know, he had been living in Miami for five years, and that was pretty cool. And then before the festival, I actually met a waitress, and she told me how her son, we told her how we were going to Ultra, and she told me how her son was also going to Ultra, and that you know, she talked about the rave culture back in the 90s, and I'd heard about the rave culture, how cool it was, 
And she said it was so amazing and, you know, she was so happy for her son and that how her her dad had, he always wanted them to be active or doing something, but he always supported her interest in music. So she went to a lot of um, concerts and she was, you know, when her son, you know, did the same and it was just really cool listening to her experiences and I told her I had a podcast and I asked her about some of the other artists that she saw and it was super cool you know she talked about seeing the grateful dead and jerry garcia was still alive she told me how rush was amazing she's not the first person so many people tell me that rush is one of the best bands they've ever seen live this is a very common thing i'm telling you guys so it was super cool i love talking to her and hearing what her experiences were like back in the 90s you know, the underground grunge music, she said, was cool. 90s hip-hop, she said it was so amazing in the 90s. But it was really cool to actually talk to someone who actually lived up the 90s rave experience because I've never met. I, I know a lot of people that like the rap, the grunge, all of it, but not the rave culture. So that was really awesome and was like a perfect way to start my weekend, you know, heading into the festival. And it's funny because... I watched, you know, an entire recording of Woodstock and, you know, always wanted to go to Woodstock. And I always loved clubby electronic music. Um, I used to listen to every Saturday Saturday night on the radio. They would stream from the complex, which was like this club in Rhode Island. And I would listen to it and I'd dance by myself. Like, that's how much I love. Thank God I didn't live in L.A. or New York, I'm telling you guys. You know, I always loved it. And it's interesting to think that this is my life. I've kind of got my own versions of Woodstock infused with electronic music and being able to live out these memories. You know, I can't wait to share them with my kids Maybe I'll write a book someday. I don't know. But, you know, I always heard all the people that went to Woodstock and their experiences and how incredible it was. And for me, especially having endured a pandemic, especially breaking a leg, you know, I don't have a disease that's debilitating. I don't have a disease that's doesn't allow me to move. And I think about a lot of people that have experienced that and... You know, I also know so many people who feel that they're too old to do anything. And it's like, no, you're too old when you're not here anymore. And I think it's really important for people to understand that, you know, no matter how old you are, no matter where you are, a pandemic can happen at any time. An injury can happen any time. I mean, again, I broke my leg, but having surgery, getting a metal plate in, it has changed my life in a different way. Dancing was definitely harder, but for me, it's only made me want to pursue the things that I love more. And I'm never going to set a standard when it comes to age and stop doing the things that I love because, you know, what's the point of life? (laughs) So, it just was really one of the best experiences. I've been to Ultra before, but it was it was it was really truly so incredible and I'm so happy that things are starting to change and hopefully we can keep this up and keep going to more festivals and more concerts and if you've never been to any festival, I highly recommend it if you love music. So much fun, enjoy it. 
electronic festivals too. They have literally like one of the highest vibrations ever. I swear it's just so much fun. So highly, highly recommend it. Check out those sets on YouTube. Uh, Ultra live streams most of their stages minus the Resistance Cove stage. And um, let me know what you guys think. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for joining me on today's episode. I always appreciate your love and support. If you liked this episode, you like this podcast, please do not forget to rate it, review it, share it. Share it with anyone you know who may love music as much as I do, festivals, ultra, etc. And um, thank you guys so much for joining me on another episode. We will be back next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Mm.